This is an Awakening Zone presentation, human empowerment radio and media for the 21st century and beyond. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello and welcome to Pure Presence, all about the kids. This show is dedicated to those children who are perceived as disordered, to parents, professionals, and caretakers who support them. From my vantage point, it is clear that we have a population of children who meet with unique challenges in their physical experience, yet are also present with an expansive awareness that is beyond what is simply physical. These children possess gifts which are unique and frequently misunderstood. The intention of this show is to unravel those misunderstandings, provide an expanded awareness of who these children are and what the energetic and offer the energetic support needed to help balance them and you as you navigate this very new experience. The energetic support will be offered as a guided meditation during the last 20 to 30 minute segment of each episode. Parents and children can listen in together, or you can simply intend that your child receive the benefit of the information you receive as well as the energy work. As you will soon learn, your children are more than capable of receiving these gifts without being physically present. However, because the energy work is directed to the children, it is necessary that you provide parental permission for them to receive it. Giving permission is as simple as registering your child at www.susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Again, that's www.susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Once registered, the energy work for each episode will be directed on behalf of you and your child, and your child will remain on the list until you choose to remove them. We currently have 464 children registered for this process. For those of you who have questions about the children, please join me in the Awakening Zone chat room, where I will be available for 30 minutes right after this episode. So welcome, everybody. I'm glad to have you all here. It's wonderful to to visit with you again and share this episode with you. Um, as we move through this segment, um, we will, you know, we'll go right for an hour just like we always do. Um, if for some reason we lose a little bit of communication during that time, please let um, the please let Carol know, um, my producer, um, by going to the chat room and just letting her know what's going on on your end so that we can keep both um, us connected and also um, the Awakening Zone aware of some of the things that are going on there. So anyway, I wanted to um, talk to you today about about 2013 and the possibilities and potentials that are going to exist within that time frame, especially in relationship to the kids. And I also wanted to have a little conversation with you about what happened um, for OSEP and the people in the New Human Experience Project when we were in Sedona on 12-12-12, because that directly relates also to this whole piece of um, potential and possibility that is coming up. 
I also, as far as the energy work today is concerned, I'd like to be able to, um, it, it's almost like being able to connect you, hook you into some of that work that we did during 12-12-12. Like I said, you're going to play um, an active and maybe the most active role as far as these potentials and possibilities as they move through 2013. So I'd like to really connect everybody um, into that energy today. As far as the Sedona event is concerned, it was it was fascinating to me because the Sedona event was um, very, um, in some ways I would say unpredictable. So you all understand unpredictable because of the children that you, you know, spend time with day in and day out. But the energy was unpredictable in the sense that it really required – um, us to be fully in the moment with each moment and not kind of try, try to jump ahead, not try to um, make an energy something that it was not, but simply allow the possibility and potential of that moment to exist, to be what it was, to be in a place of kind of acceptance, um, awareness, um interest, curiosity, and for that reason, we moved through that 12-12-12 event kind of almost in a very step-by-step, moment-by-moment way. What was interesting to me is when we got to the 12-12-12 moment, we already had some, uh, some understanding that we were going to be connecting the plane of consciousness where the children hang out and the plane of consciousness where the collective um, is typically residing. So we had that as a little bit of a forewarning, but really no clue whatsoever as to what that was going to look like or how that was going to play out. We know that the children, they typically play in the field of consciousness of the unseen. You know, they play in that plane of consciousness that you would consider unseen, formless, unmanifested. It's one of the reasons why when we look at this population of children, we see them as quote-unquote disordered or or different than um, the general population. And yet, you know, again, from my vantage point and from many of you who can see beyond that physical and mental plane, you see that they are very active, very um, purposeful, very engaged in that unseen field of consciousness, the unseen, the formless, the unmanifested. And they're working in that phase of um, of creation, if you will. They're working in that phase of these are the energies that will be possibilities and potentials within this next epoch, you know, as we move into 2013 and beyond, it's almost like they are, you know, in their own ways, they are creating in that level. They are organizing, reorganizing, structuring, putting things into um, templates, if you will, all that, all to allow the collective consciousness to have access to more than what they have had access to before. We also know that the field of the con- of consciousness where the collective plays is typically very much the energy of the seen. 
So the energy of the scene, of form, it's the, the energy of stuff, of matter. You know, that's the population of individuals that might still be in that place of believing that, that you know, if you can't see it, it's not real. Um, that there might be that population of individuals who um, really takes matter and believes that matter, you know, is all there is. But we also know that there are all kinds of energetic patternings, all kinds of templates that are available before something actually manifests um, into matter. And we also know that, you know, by the time it becomes matter, it's at its densest form. So it makes perfect sense that we have this uh, this dichotomy between where the kids play, where they hang out in their plane of consciousness, and where the collective is. During that 12-12-12 event, what happened was basically a bridge. Um, OSEP and NHEP, um, the energy of all of you that were, you know, kind of supporting in the unseen realms, um, this process as well. That whole event was about bridging and weaving together these these two templates. It's really it was really about weaving together the seen and the unseen, the manifest and the unmanifest. It was about taking that divine consciousness and weaving it back together um, with with human consciousness and. In doing so, creating a brand new template, a brand new schematic, if you will, and from that new plane of consciousness, it wasn't—it wasn't as if that plane of consciousness came came down to our plane of consciousness. It was as if the two kind of met in the middle. The two became the two became one, and in becoming one, there are all kinds of possibilities and potentials that exist, the information that your children hold in those unseen realms, the awarenesses that they have, the the templates and the schematics that they were developing, that they hold as part of their um, their soul template, their energetic makeup, all of a sudden that that template had a place to get anchored. And so that that event really held the opportunity, the potential and possibility for that template to really get anchored into a level of consciousness that could be supportive of then dropping that down into the collective consciousness. So it was almost like a two-step process. What was also interesting is we had, um, there was one, one child, I'll say child, he was a young man, that was at the event with us. And this young man had, in the past, had a diagnosis of autism. He very much wanted to be there with his with his mother, and and I was so thrilled that he was because it was almost as if Sam offered a a bridge. Sam offered this kind of opportunity for somebody who has lived that experience of that unseen who has himself kind of integrated into the body enough to have um, kind of a conscious awareness of his state of his a state of unlimited potential, the state of being able still to mold and modulate those kind of unseen realms, 
put that together into something and have it manifest. And so to have Sam there, you know, amongst all of us was really a wonderful um, opportunity because it was almost as if he served as a um, a mediator between that realm of consciousness and the realm of consciousness where we could put these two templates together. And in doing so, um, we learned a lot as well. Um, we learned a lot about just how unlimited, how much potential and possibility actually does exist. And I can say that to you all, and you still live with the children that you live with day in and day out, and there are still good days and bad days. And and there, at the same time, there is... Um, there's an energy that's taking place now that you might actually even be be able to feel tangibly. It's like you can't put words to it yet necessarily, but there is an has been a bit of an energetic shift that has taken place already. And that energetic shift is actually taking place in the physical body. Um we're noticing that on the autism intention experiment as well. We're noticing um, people who are participating in that um, experiment, all of a sudden that which was kind of just out of reach, whether that be language or the ability to um, language for the children sometimes or the ability to really be in a state of um, acceptance, appreciation, co-creation with a child for the parent, in both cases, all of a sudden that energy is just kind of dropping into place. You may be noticing that as well, not necessarily as a physical manifestation. Maybe you are, but not necessarily as a physical manifestation, but a feeling. Um, it's like this feeling that something's different, something's changed, something's new, something's just out of reach that may um, have not even been a consideration before. Something is just coming into form that wasn't available um, in the past. And so that that can create both an excitement um, and an anticipation, um, kind of a curiosity, a natural curiosity can arise out of that, an awareness. It can also create... Um, you know, a little bit of a frustration or a trepidation, um, a little bit of anxiety is the other end of that same kind of stick. And that really is going to depend on how you have practiced um, feeling how you feel, how you've practiced um, putting meaning to the ways that you have felt in the past. So this little time period right here, you know, we're we're past that twelve, 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 that twelve twenty one mark. You know, we're coming up to this, you know, beautiful new year of two thousand and thirteen. And that opportunity to sit with yourselves and kind of um ask yourself that question again. You know, what is there that is just beyond reach? What are you feeling, sensing, becoming aware of? Um, in relationship to your children that maybe, like I say, you don't have words for it necessarily, but the feeling is tangible. If you'll begin to ask yourself that those questions and then take it one step further 
as you take it to that next step, um, begin to choose how you want to experience this energy because that choice point is very important. And the choice point, especially for a parent who has been living day in and day out with a child that, you know, in the physical world presents with particular challenges, sometimes we can abdicate our choices even before we know we've done it. So give yourself the opportunity to kind of sit in this time and go, this is how I choose to experience this this um, merging of these templates. This is how I choose to experience my child being here. This is what um, this is how I would um, appreciate it unfolding, even. So, because as you set your your vibrational dial to the potentials and possibilities of 2013, what you're going to find is that your children are going to attempt to match that dial where you've dialed in to the best of their ability. There is an anchoring that has taken place. There's a a foundation, if you will, that has um, that has been created. And in it's almost if you could imagine, I'll give you the visual of if you took if you took one template or one grid of information, and that grid was running all kinds of colors. Let's say colors. Um, and maybe also had different markers on that grid that represented um, unseen kind of uh, things that are in the unseen that are in the creation phase. If that grid was there, and then all of a sudden there was another grid that was a little bit more grounded, a little bit more in the body, more present, and that grid had its colors and its markers. As those, if you can imagine those two templates coming right down on top of each other and and truly becoming one. So certain markers have to move over to the left or to the right um, in a very basic way in order for that one template to come down into the, the other one. Certain colors begin to change because the blue just came down into the yellow. And so now we've got kind of a green energy in there instead of, um, instead of one or the other. So the whole template, the whole template is moving right now. As that template moves, there will be, there will begin to become a, um, a fluidity, a communication, an interaction that just hasn't been able to be accessible before. And also in that movement, um, in that coming together as one, there will also be um, some pretty significant changes taking place on the physical plane or what appears to be um, the physical plane. I say the physical because your bodies are going through all kinds of changes. Your children's bodies are going through all kinds of changes. It's like you all just ascended um, to a different plane of consciousness. Your children kind of, this is not quite accurate, but they kind of descended or trans, transduced 
a particular level of energy to come into the plane of consciousness where um where the two are one and this is a very literal um literal experience we've all talked about you know as above so below you know we've all talked about the two becoming one but this is the two becoming one in a very real sense and so for that reason the physical experience is going to become as divine as what you have considered the divine experience. And the divine experience is going to become as physical as what you've considered um, the opposite. So what I would highly suggest, you know, I use that word curiosity all the time, but it's about the only word that really fits. At a time when something brand new is happening, and there are not words for it. There has not been an experience of this before. So that curiosity about feeling, that curiosity about noticing, oh, I noticed my child did this little thing today that they either haven't done for a really long period of time or they've never done it that way before. And maybe it's something very subtle, maybe it's something very small, and at the same time, there's a feeling in you that that very small change indicates something much bigger than what is actually kind of the tip of the iceberg. Because, again, as this kind of begins to blend into the physical experience, as we are truly human, divine man, as the children are becoming integrated into this new plane of consciousness where you all are able to to play with them, to interact with them, there there are these changes that, that seem so subtle. And yet from an energetic vantage point, they literally are the tip of the iceberg. It's that, that behavior change, that that awareness, that presence that's there today that wasn't there a week ago. If you'll put your attention on it, you will get more of it. It's like you're it's like you're grabbing the tip of that energy and you're pulling that tip through that through into your awareness. You're pulling it into um your into manifestation. And yet there's a whole piece of energy that is also pulling you from the unmanifest. It's like when your children kind of put those little um <laughs> It's like they push these little subtleties through. And when you grab a hold of those with curiosity and awareness and intention, it's almost as if the moment you put your attention there, their attention from the unmanifest is coming right underneath that, right behind it. And the two meet. And its I'll give you a perfect example. It's those moments where where your child touches you on the hand or touches, you know, hugs you in a way that is very purposeful, very connecting. The moment that the child makes eye contact to you or maybe <clears throat> maybe giggles at something that you said when you didn't think that they were even paying attention to you. Those moments are they're physical, they're they're a physical connection and yet just like the eyes are the window to the soul, that connection in that moment also is far more 
than just that. And the moment we notice that, the moment that we become curious about that feeling, it's almost as if we get um, we get pulled by that level of awareness. We get drawn into that a level of awareness, and yet we're still we're still in the physical. You know, so this this amazing, beautiful paradox that's taking place right now where we get to be, <clears throat> almost get to be the unmanifest and the manifest simultaneously. Um, we get to be one. <clears throat> it will also have a ramification in that those things that used to be somewhat mundane, somewhat, you know, this is just what <clears throat> a parent has to do kind of thing, that that whole energy also has the potential and possibility of taking on brand new meaning because when when that curiosity is naturally emerges when that unseen unmanifest <clears throat> consciousness is right behind those eyes um the creation of everything that the kids have been working with is right right there it's it's like right under the skin right behind the eyes right right underneath the touch or embedded into the touch as that begins to really take seed what you'll notice is that there will be um a relaxation that takes place in your bodies and the reason the relaxation will take place in your body is because at a soul level you know, you and your children contracted for this amazing ride, this amazing journey that you're on together. We all, you know, all parents and children kind of contract in that way. And at the same time, when you begin to touch into um, more of that, uh, how do I want to say this? Um, when you begin to touch into that bigger picture energy, that is your that is your child that is you there is a kind of a natural remembrance that takes place at a cellular level it's like the body goes ah i'm on track after all this time of feeling like i was not on track or feeling like you know feeling guilt or feeling whatever i i did something wrong i didn't do it right um you know this is you know this is why this dynamic has taken place when the soul is um when the soul is really active as an experience for you all of a sudden the body begins to relax you kind of go oh regardless of what the outer landscape looks like you know you're on track you know that there's a and when i say no i don't mean cognitively understand that you know it. There is something in the body that just says, ah, oh, doing the right thing at the right time with the right person, you know, this this dynamic is is right with a capital R. And the whole body begins to go, okay, you know, I need a little bit of rest. I need a little bit of adjustment. I need a little bit of um, space to allow, um, and at the same time, your child is kind of poking through these um, 
these little scenarios, poking through these little experiences to let you know, yep, keep going, you're on the right track. Um, so nice inhale and exhale, everybody. What's also interesting to me about the potentials and possibilities of 2013 in relationship specifically to these energetically aware, highly energetically sensitive children, you know, the, the information that they are holding very much has to do with the information of, you know, what will, what will drive humanity forward, what will motivate humanity, what will allow humanity to understand um, its collective divinity. And we're going to begin to really notice that in 2013 and beyond as far as, you know, watch watch these medical advancements that are going to happen in these next two or three years. Watch the technology that is going to come into play. And in some cases, your children will be the ones who are offering that information. But in many cases, especially in the cases of those children who are, you know, maybe still playing in that in that unmanifested kind of energy in that um, more on those energetic planes, they they still are bringing that information, regardless of whether they are the actual ones who bring this technology forward or not. They are they are co-creating the consciousness of it. They are allowing it to be present, and they're also supporting and allowing our ability to receive it. So you're going to notice some pretty um, pretty significant changes. And this time when I say you're going to notice some pretty significant changes, you're going to notice them at the level, more at the level of mass consciousness. You know, we've been, you and I and other people who um, have been looking into this more, seeing things more from an energetic vantage point, you know, we've been seeing this coming for, you know, years. It seems like it's almost, well, you know, on the one hand, it's almost like, well, finally. But, but we've, and we've also been noticing, you know, those small changes, those alterations that have been taking place in the education system, the alterations that have been taking place, you know, around vaccines and um, and other medical modalities, especially around the kids. You know, we've seen that kind of take place in little chunks. But as we – and we've seen it take place for a particular population of people who were ready to see that, who were ready to have that as their experience. And that energy is just going to continue to build. So as we move into 2013 and beyond and beyond, you're going to watch that these new technologies, these new education systems, these they're going to become more part of more the, the new medical kind of models. They're going to become more and more part of the mainstream. And just like that snowball running downhill, it's as we get, you know, as we've kind of moved into 2013, it's going to catch a head of steam. And, again, at the same time that we are, 
gaining a head of steam as to all of the information that has been, you know, as of yet unseen but will now be seen, now be integrated into the collective consciousness, we will also have that same, a bit of an unwinding still taking place as well because, you know, you know any time you create significant change, any time you bring a new level of consciousness and embed it literally into the collective and that becomes something brand new, There is that's a little bit of a threat, you know, to um, individuals who would like it to stay a particular way. And so we'll notice that too, but I think we'll notice that more t- through 2013 and maybe the beginning of 2014, and then it'll it'll lose its head of steam because the other one is just um, that consciousness, you know, once it begins to really get embedded, once it begins to awaken, there's really no stopping it. Um, and I guess what, you know, I really want to bring home today is the fact that your children have been holding this consciousness. Your children playing in the places where they play, even though they haven't played necessarily in the physical, um, you know, as much as maybe some of us would have liked them to, this ability for them to, this template really functioning as one now, is going to change the dynamics of things um, pretty significantly. One of the other pieces I want to mention before we get into our energy work today is if you will ask yourself or ask the higher consciousness of your children to to show you what they're doing, show you what they've been doing, um, show you what's available as a potential impossibility, and then just allow yourself to notice whatever you notice. You might have an image or a thought or an awareness about something, and that image, thought, or awareness might seem, you know, even to you, absolutely ludicrous in some ways. And what I'd ask you to do is instead of judging it as, oh, that could be or that couldn't be, Allow yourself to simply be curious about it. Oh, well, if that's true, how would that be? If that's true, what would that look like? If that's true, how does my child demonstrate that already in their physical experience? If that's true, um, you know, how can I support the manifestation of, of that energy? So these kinds of questions really um, exciting, important, aware questions. Because that possibility and potential, that ability to mm, to be the new human, you know, um, your children are the new humans. The ability to for us to have access to that, to be aware of that, to co-create with that, to support the manifestation of that, it just never has been like this ever before. So um, lots of amazing potentials and possibilities. So nice inhale and exhale, everybody. All right. 
So let's go ahead and take the next 20 minutes um, to do a little piece of energy work. Again, I would like to um, I would like to to support this energy of that 12-12-12 event and what was available in that energy. I'd love that to be a, a possibility and potential for each and every one of you. Um, that, together with some of the questions that, you know, we just posed, really provides the opportunity for you to kind of get a hold of that very tiny manifestation <laughs> and kind of pull it into this um this physical reality. Pull it in not by force, but by your curiosity, by your awareness of it, by it's not even really a doing. It's a, oh, I notice this, and it gets bigger. Oh, I notice that, and I notice that it got even bigger. Um, that's, that's where we can play um, as we move into 2013. So if everybody will go ahead and just, just get comfortable relaxed and if none of this makes any sense and it feels like the words are not quite there yet that's fine as well just allow your mind to know that it's okay not to fully know what this will look like or how this will play out for you personally or within the collective Just give yourself the opportunity when the mind comes into anything just to go back into maybe your breath or paying attention to the space in between your words. You know, the kids always say, we'll meet you in the space in between. They're also wonderful at meeting, meeting us kind of in the question, you know, in the space between the question and the answer. So find your breath. And let's move into that heart space first. The heart space at twelve 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 actually became uh it became the meeting ground, the plane of consciousness where these two templates could interweave, become one. So if we'll go into that heart space, and let's first just tone up that heart energy. Here we go. chakra as a disc. Some of you see it as a sphere. In whatever capacity that you see the heart chakra, we're gonna we're gonna play a little different game today. So if your heart space could literally become a plane of consciousness. So 
as a metaphor, that sphere may completely open up to a plane. And if you see that sphere as having um, the heart the heart chakra as a template or as a grid almost, a sphere, a grid in the shape of a sphere, if that grid were to simply open up, flower, so that there is almost a plane of consciousness within the heart space. This also is a pretty significant transition. This concept of moving through the chakra system, um, in some ways I I don't have this fully formulated yet, so I'm not going to say a whole lot about it. But what I will say is that I'm noticing that in some ways the very um the the chakra system the way we have been trained to perceive it has in some ways been a little bit of a doorway it's maybe even a limitation in some ways or wasn't in the past but maybe now might serve as a limitation as to the difference between um, the unseen and the seen. I mean, we are both, and we we are neither, and we are more than both. We are more than both, more than neither. It's beyond that. And so it's almost as if as we move from that that heart chakra being a sphere to opening up in it into a plane of consciousness, we literally have a vast space, uh, a platform, if you will, f- of creation, a platform of creation um, uh, at the frequency of the heart. And the kids have always said that they could not, they could not coexist with us in a very physical, quote unquote, real way unless the frequency of humanity was no less than the frequency of the heart. So seeing that plane, and you might still see a sphere in it, that's fine as well, but see that plane open up. Notice it. Notice the vastness of your being in that plane of consciousness. And I just want to have a little conversation with that that plane of consciousness here. some せせせまたけきょことととともえたけけたせせきまてきょこえけなのもおとこごうたてけさんせやたけきょこもおこうせきやたえけまあゆそこもえたてけやせきやたとここもえきたいさえたてけやまてそそこごめ so what you're what you're demonstrating to me as you give me these visuals is that that template that plane of consciousness that exists within your heart space holds within it kind of um 
dormant or did lie dormant new technologies new it's like you had the you had the the socket for the plug the kids were the kids were were going to plug into to ground into um kind of these dormant um awarenesses that you have held for a very long time and and so in doing so this ability for there to be a merging um of these two planes uh very possible and probable so what i'd also like you to see is i'd like you to notice not just the plane of consciousness of your child or where your child plays but the collective consciousness of the children if you'll just notice so and see it it's almost like watching one grid float above above another grid and maybe there's just a, a short distance between the two maybe there's a, a vast difference but just notice one floating above the other and also notice that there might be color running through that grid there might be color running through the grid of the template of your heart space of that plane of consciousness and just notice them you also will probably some of you are already the two planes are already kind of going together it's almost like watching um them them start at one end and kind of lay into each other across that plane and just notice how it feels if those two planes at least begin to touch so there's a little bit of what i would call energetic circuitry there's a little bit of charge you know sometimes it's like plugging trying to plug in a trying to plug in a plug to a, a foreign kind of currency um it it doesn't work little sparks that kind of thing so just a nice inhale and exhale just start breathing into it let's make some adjustments let's broaden the band that can plug in so we're just going to we're going to yeah expand the band of consciousness that can plug in here we go it's like having numerous adapters um to these plugs here we go koko mo atake kata ta sasasame kata tokusen your plane of consciousness to be a single color and let's let the plane of consciousness of the children 
be a single color. And with this tone, allow those two colors to go together. Let them either swirl or merge into a new color. Okay. what you notice your your own individual children may come to mind at this point there may be an awareness there or a sense of connection there may be a sense of connection with the the collective consciousness of the children but maybe not necessarily the individual child or children that you work with Let's go ahead and notice what we notice in this plane of consciousness with this merged color. And whenever that color is, I'm going to ground this just a little bit more. So if you would, almost as if there was a a funnel from that plane of consciousness, a funnel into that color that allows this this color to to flow into the solar plexus, into your solar plexus. And not losing any color on that plane, it just continues to create more of itself. So it flows from the solar plexus right down into the sacral space. You can even see those as planes as well if you'd like. It's almost color coming from one plane down to the next. Solar plexus, sacral, flowing right down into the root. Flowing right down into the earth star. So it's as if there is a a newness here. It's as if that that template has just been grounded, not as a point of consciousness, but as a plane of consciousness. Much broader base. Nice inhale and exhale. A 
long time ago when I very first started working with the kids and other people, there was always um, there was a recurrent theme that I didn't understand at the time, but that makes a whole lot more sense now. And the theme was that many of the the, ener- the energetic makeup, the energetic template, um, the vibrational template of many of the individuals that I worked with, that template was not um, conducive, not interactive with the physical template. And for that reason, there were many... For many people, there were challenges with their physical health, for for their ability to function and be present here, because these two templates, or what I would call the two mainframes, they weren't communicating with each other. They weren't they weren't of the same vibrational currency, um, and so there was no way to plug them in together and have them work as one system. That was, you know. Back in 1999, 2000, 2001, the major thing that has changed as of 12, 12, 12 is that these mainframes are going together now. The currency band is broad enough so that that ability to plug in to, so to speak, um, the frequency, to to bring something new to that frequency, to uh, uplift that frequency um, is what you just did. Is what you just did. So, what that will look like as we move into 2013 and beyond, I have no real conscious awareness of. What I do know is that an energetic patterning that has never been able to be before now exists between the consciousness that the children have been bringing for some time now and the collective consciousness um, of humanity. So alterations, changes, differences um, are absolute as far as from this vantage point. How that physically manifests, don't know yet. But again, going back to your questions, going back to your curiosity, really solidifying that curiosity. What what don't we know versus what we do know? The what don't we know is the mm, <laughs> it's the interesting part. It's the new part. The curiosity will drive us right there. And you all will begin to have the language, the voice, the expression of that awareness. And it's the body kind of goes, ah, when you hear that, because that's part of that soul awareness, that soul contract, if you will. So nice inhale and exhale. And let's go ahead and set this whole awareness with a single tone. And you may want to tone with me on it. 
so feel free to if you'd like to. Here we go. hear, I can't hear physically, but energetically could hear the toning, the simultaneous toning, which was really cool. So again, another bleed through into from the unmanifested, the the unconscious into the conscious. So amazing. All right. So if you've drifted a little bit in this energy work, go ahead and use these words to have you refocus your attention here. And use your attention here to return to your breath. And as as you return to your breath, uh, there you go. As you return to your breath, three nice deep inhalations and exhalations. And on that third exhalation, breathe your eyes open. There you go. So you might feel a little bit different after this session than maybe some of the previous ones. Um, you've kind of created a platform and you've you've merged um, in a way with the collective consciousness of the children that you may not have had access to before. So um, there you go. Nice inhale and exhale. Big energy. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope this episode was helpful in bringing a greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. You, like your children, are playing a highly significant role in human evolution, and your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit makes life not only much richer for you and your families, but for all of us. You may be hearing that a little bit differently today than in the past as well. You have not chosen an easy role, but you have chosen one that holds amazing potential and possibility. When humanity understands who your children really are and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed, not only with seeing them, but the deeper truth of who we are as well. If you would like additional information about the children and support in your connection to them, please visit my website at suzymiller.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R. There you will find articles, videos, books, and details for future awesomism certification processes. We actually do have one coming up on January 7th, and I am offering free 20-minute consultations to see if that processes you know a fit for you um, so please contact me directly for that over this next week so January 7th that starts again you can also register your children for these episodes by going to suzymiller.com forward slash register 
register kids. That's suzymiller.com forward slash register kids. Please join me again for Pure Presence All About the Kids on January 25th, 2013. It's fun to say that. You can also join me for Pure Presence Aligning to Self on January 4th and 18th. I'd also like to remind you to check out the Awakening Zone store where you'll find you'll find it at the top page or the top corner of the page on any Awakening Zone um, page. There's loads of great stuff there. The Awakening Zone is also a great place to advertise all your wonderful opportunities that you would like to offer to the world. And I have a feeling you have a few coming up. <laughs> For more information about advertising, please contact Joe Rambolo at joerambolo at yahoo.com. That's J-O-E-R-U-M-B-O-L-O at yahoo.com. Remember, your advertising and your purchases in the store do help us stay on the air and absolutely free of charge. So thank you for that. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone, please join the new Consciousness Review at 1 p.m. Central Daylight Time with Miriam Knight. The Light Lounge will be on Saturday at 4 p.m. with the wonderful Steve and Barbara Rother and Meg Adamson-Gore. And the Sunday Healing Service at at 1 o'clock with Kahoo Fred Sterling. Until next time on Pure Presence, all about the kids, many blessings now and for a wonderful 2013. been listening to an Awakening Zone presentation. Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the 21st Century and Beyond. And Beyond. And Beyond.